Howdy! Welcome to Snapperside 4 of the Where Are We podcast. I am Orange Wolf, and today we are joined by Blue Wolf and Badger Wolf. I kind of want to see Blue's face right now. <laughs> I'm just pinching my nose. <laughs> I'm face palming. So, unfortunately, it's still 2020, and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, we wanted to kind of check in, and uh, I guess we, we all have some words as far as, uh, I guess, how to support each other in this time. Yeah, we're in a unique time here. It's, it's uh, definitely... You know, on top of COVID, now we have, you know, as we're recording, the uh, recent uh, death in Minnesota and the associated uh, protests that have kind of broken out across the country here. And, you know, everything that's kind of happened as a result of that. And it's uh, it's times like this that, you know, to me, it's a point that a lot of people will turn to religion and spirituality and uh, try to make sense of this stuff and, you know, refine their moral compass and and uh, that's really kind of what we were thinking about talking about anyway, so it's a good segue for us to have that opportunity. Um, you know, for me, I know my heart goes out to everyone who has been affected by this directly, and, uh, you know, our, our thoughts and, and love and everything is with you, so. Um, but we don't want to get too much into, uh, into that and stay more focused on what we intended to talk about, which is really spirituality. Um, like I said, it it's a time that we see a lot of people turn towards their, their religions and then you can get into the nuances of spirituality and you know all the the gray areas between shamanism and wicca and you know uh, native traditions and all those things and what works for us may not work for you and what works for you may not work for everybody um you know and it's i i think what i see a lot of times in the therian community is we tend to gravitate away from organized religions. Um, I don't see that necessarily as a good or a bad thing. I don't think it's a negative to be associated with an organized religion. Um, there are obviously downsides uh, to that that uh, could fill up an entire library, honestly, um, depending on what your experience has been. Uh, not all has been positive, but at the end of the day, it really does provide... A community and a structure and an approach that you know really helps a lot of people out and I think that is something that should be you know taken as a positive um, away from it I know that you know for me I once was in San Diego and was uh, at uh, at a mass and this is after I had kind of already rediscovered myself and my own path um, but I, I was watching these, it was a unique opportunity to watch these folks get up in front up on the pulpit and talk about their experience of what they had gone through and, and how the church had helped them. And, you know, what I was hearing and what I was thinking were so in line, but at the same time, what they were talking about was so new to the congregation, you know, they had really gone through an awakening in themselves, a spiritual, uh, revitalization, that just happened to come through that religion. And I saw that as kind of a positive, and it really made me think that, you know, this isn't this isn't all bad. People can find their own path and, you know, experience something amazing through this. Um, I just didn't, uh, which led me to go a different way. Um, and I, I remember uh, talking to a coyote uh, who was a boss of mine, and as he put it, you know, religion is kind of like a structure, a framework, um, a trestle, if you will, to for others to have spirituality grow into. There's pros associated with that because it's nice and well-trained and, and structured and everything, but at the same time, that may not be for everybody, or you may find a point that, that doesn't really fit what you're experiencing and what you want to experience. With that said, you know, Zephyr Stormy, do you want to add anything to that? I just, you know, like like you said, everyone has their their own beliefs, their own spirituality, their own religion, um, and it's okay if you're still trying to find yours. It may take some time. It, it ain't gonna, you know, at one point it will just click for you, but until then, keep looking, keep open-minded, keep searching. You'll find yourself. 
that's a point that I would like to expand on. Uh, again, things like religion do offer a, a sort of stability or structure, and right now, in the current state of things, that's something that we all need, <laughs> some degree of security or structure. The problem is that sometimes if it's taken a little bit too rigidly, uh, it can cause more issues. And I think that in the grand scheme of things, this is a time where everyone should try to figure out how to work together with each other and how to um, how to improve things despite the differences that we have in those ideologies or religion or anything along those lines. Um, it, it's a good thing to have that structure, but I think that w the world that we are living in right now is also giving us a lot of opportunities for growth. Agreed. I think that one of the biggest things that's that's missing from, you know, that we see a lot of times in the religious context and in the spiritual context, and even more so right now with everything that's going on, is listen. Listen to what is being said. Uh, for me... I really wish you were here because I could smack you at that point. Um, to you know, one of the things that I always you know started to do when I I was beginning down my path, and you know, I I was raised Roman Catholic, and I I had a very good experience, honestly, with that. Surprisingly, uh, for most people's experience, it's not been the most positive. But you know, I was in a small congregation. You know, it was very close knit. We had a, a wonderful pastor. Um, and, uh, you know, he was genuinely caring and, you know, was was always trying to help, you know, further things. He did a lot of uh, volunteer work as well within the community. Um, but, you know, when I got to a point that I started to ask questions that, you know, they, it wasn't so much him, it was others within the church and then the dogma of the church kind of coming down and saying, no, that doesn't fit. And it it didn't jive with me, which ultimately led me to, you know, start, start to question it and then... Um, I had the opportunity to attend uh, a uh, university that was uh, also uh, in the Catholic uh, um, subset, and I got to see the hypocrisy um, of it, with you know between the the monks and the the, the nuns that were uh, teachers there, just how out of touch in so many ways, and how much hypocrisy from what was taught in the religion to what they were doing um, was was just mind-blowing to me. And it was like, these are very well-respected, very well-thought-of, you know, high-ranking individuals within not only the university, but within the structure of uh, the uh, the Catholic Church um, as a whole. I, I It just it boggled my mind and it really kind of made me ultimately turn away and start to do a self-exploration, which took 10, 15 years before I really found what I was looking for. Um, and even that I'm still learning, but through all that, uh, in a roundabout way, I guess it, it made me start to ask questions and listen to others. So I've, I've made it a point to try to find the parallels for the, the religions and the spiritual paths and everything like that, and I try to find those those commonalities and have the discussion around those. I think it's much more you know useful and productive, and you find a lot more. And it, it also tears down a lot of the dogma and the you know I I'm I'm right you're wrong my path is right your path is wrong. You find once you find that commonality, you're talking as talking as a person to another person. And um, even if we disagree at that point, there's respect. Um, and again, I think that really ties into a lot of what's going on too right now and just more parallels. If we just listened more and respected each other more, we don't have to agree. That's, that's an important thing to make note of. But it's important to at least listen and respect, even if you disagree. One thing that's kind of interesting about my own path, I was a born and raised Christian and went the Baptist route in things. Uh, my family kind of nudged in that direction. And I remember as a kid, younger on, religion to me was so full of love. It was about respect and about appreciation. And 
admiration and, and growing with others and, and healing. And as I grew older, it turned into something bad. Like my, uh, you know, I, I struggled with my therianthropy. I struggled with my sexuality just because of how other people interpreted some of the, some of what their interpretations of the Bible were, or, you know, what God's will was or things along those lines. And it's, it's almost like that damaged my spirituality in a sense. Um, I had to actually back away from religion myself to be able to position myself in a way where I could I don't know, like you just said, approach other people as individuals. Um, for some reason, in the institution that I was in, I couldn't. I was I was seeing the hypocrisy all around. You know, I was feeling guilty again because I was gay and because I had these uh, my my mental shifts at the time were sometimes terrifying to me. So I thought that they were evil based off of the religious teaching that I had, and it's. Um, I felt that I was very, I was guilty feeling constantly, and yet I was seeing those around me who were in the position to be leaders or teachers, uh, they were cheating on their wives, they were uh, doing illegal things, they were not being very righteous, <laughs> so, um, you know, that whole thing, uh, too, I, I also took a a hiatus from religion to discover my spirituality. And I don't necessarily think that the two are exclusive. Uh, I think that there can be spiritual Christians. Um, I do think that religion and spirituality are separate in that sense. I think one can lead to the other, but I think it takes a lot of soul searching to really become spiritual in that regard. Um, I, I don't think that it's something that can really be taught in a traditional way. Uh, I think it takes a lot of life experience and um, really it does take compassion. I think it's important to me um, as a non-Christian now to still learn about the Christian religion and to learn about other religions in the world too. Because like I said, there are some things between the religions that still do sync up. There are foundations that essentially kind of guide people to be decent to each other. And I think it's very important uh, wherever you come from, your eth your ethnicity, your region, your religious background, anything like that. I think it's important to try to take that cultural aspect of it and to be able to learn and relate to each other. Agreed. I think that, you know, I, I know for me, I struggled a lot once I started to uh, open up my mind to therianthropy and you know I was discovering you know those aspects of myself before the days of the internet um, it, it was just in its mere infancy at that time it certainly wasn't accessible um, you know and it, it led me to some interesting places and it led me to try to have meaningful conversations with spiritual leaders with my parents uh, that never really went anywhere um, which, you know, much like you, you know, the, the conflict that was uh, being generated as a direct result of that and trying to reconcile that uh, was not really healthy in a lot of ways for me. Um, and it took, a, it took a long time to, you know, try to initially pack it back in and say, that's not, that's not me, that's not part of it, you know, and I'm going to go the path that I was on and, you know, em embrace that and, you know, there was good things associated with that, but there was still uh, questions that were still unanswered to me that I still couldn't get the answers for. Um, that, you know, and the need to explore and, and, and find myself. And every time I went into nature, especially, um, that's where I found the peace. That's where I found the, my, my core. It's, you know, be it in the middle of winter and, and on skis, uh, you know, in the middle of nowhere on a cross-country trek, or in the middle of summer just kind of wandering through the, the woods or the swamps that, you know, I, I grew up near. I found a lot more harmony and peace and centering there than I did anything else, but, you know, that was important, and it didn't feel rote, which, to me, for, for me, 
that's really what religion became. It was very rote. It was, here's the things you do. This is the formula. You just make it happen. And I saw a lot more people as I became aware, um, you know, just more cognizant, really. Uh, that's all they did. They followed the formula on every Sunday. They did what they needed to do. They did their thighs. They, you know... Uh, you know, confessed sins and, you know, did all the right things and talked all the right ways and, you know, acted all pious. Well, at the same time, we're doing terrible things in their regular day life, but we're considered, you know, the the pious, the pious. Uh, it, it, It just, those things never reconciled for me. Same here, and in a loose way, it kind of, it almost reflects how I grew up socially because I saw people kind of uh, doing the human socialing thing in the ways that we're supposed to and for some reason it just didn't work for me. Um, I tried doing things by the rote mechanism and it just it felt hollow uh, either socially or in a religious aspect. Um, it's it never felt fulfilling to me, and it never... There were times where I felt the love that I thought that I was supposed to feel, but something just didn't feel quite right in that regard. But like you're saying, a, just a trip out to nature, and it's like I, I fell in love with everything around me. I didn't need anybody to tell me how to feel or what to think. It's like my emotions just kind of they were in rhythm with the nature that was around me. Uh, I found natural harmony and that was a little different for me, but it's interesting because the way that I was raised, I felt that that was wrong too. Like it wasn't supposed to be that way. So I can't be that way. So I kind of pushed that away. And uh, I think that was a little damaging too in the long run. So it's complicated mess. Yeah. I, I, you know, for that ultimately led me on my path, you know, once I kind of realized all that to, I, I looked at all the concepts of religion and spirituality and structure and everything and said, yeah, no, been there, done that, don't want to play with this. So I just kind of did an amalgamation of my own and tried to experiment with things. And, you know, I toyed around with a lot of different, a lot of different things. Um, I did, uh, you know, uh, things from runes to tarot to, you know, uh, trying to learn out of uh, bits and pieces out of books to bits in shamanism to, you know, it was just <laughs> throw it in the pot and see what comes out and see what feels right and, and, and goes right. And that amalgamation, you know, worked for me for a long time. I, I felt that I made significant progress over time. Um, ultimately kind of peaking um, on a trip with a, a vision, for lack of a better term, um, of the wolf, wolf spirit and, you know, having a conversation with them and then some r- remarkably notable uh, memories associated with that, though I don't remember what was communicated per se. Um, I remember how I woke up and, uh, and uh, what had happened just prior to that, which made it seem all the more real. Um, and I I never was able to really kind of reconcile that with my rational brain um, and how that happened, but I couldn't deny what I had experienced at the same time. And that, that point really kind of pivoted me onto a different path, um, which eventually I, I, I took and, you know, uh, found a, a teacher who took me under, under paw and and uh, really helped help me hone what I what I am and who I am. And as I've kind of explained it to to a lot of people in the past, or you know, because I I lead ceremonies and things like that. It's not necessarily most structured or formal per se. There is a structure, everything to it, but it's not a a formal and and pompous and you know high fluting and all that stuff um, type of thing. It's much more down to nature. Um, and even keel and uh, 
that you know that ultimately led me to help others with that and they're like well i wish i could do this or i wish i i wish i understood this better and because they get a lot out of the experiences and i had to always explain think of it like a lens we, we all are a lens at the end of the day um some of us are just more honed and that honing takes time experience desire to learn this stuff and you know ultimately the the execution on that and anyone can do it it's a matter of are you going to put in the effort to it and that effort may be more for some and less for others uh just due to disposition um or whatnot be but it's not something that's to be the elites take care of this stuff like the druids and and the priests and all that stuff it's not that anyone can access this if they want it and it's just a matter of how how do you get there and that's your experience and your desire to find what works for you and then potentially if it works if it's the right thing find someone to help you with that path or someone's to help you with that path um and uh be open to the experience and that can be a difficult thing you know i'm still ultimately an engineer at heart i i study the natural sciences and i have to reconcile these things that i can't always quantify what the experience is and where i am and what i've done and and how it's happened to something that can be pulled out and measured and experience you know taken an objective look at and that's a conflict in myself to this day that i don't know how i i'm going to reconcile but at the same time i can't deny or dismiss what i've gone through you had mentioned earlier um, about trying out a bunch of different things, trying to find your place. I also did that. I uh, referred to it as search mode, where you're trying to find what works for you, what feels right, what your path may be, uh, where you would want to go, what you would want to follow up on. And that's all a part of finding yourself, finding where you belong in, in the world, on, on, on your path, whatever you want to refer to it as. This is where it gets a little interesting, too, is that um, when I tell people parts of my own personal story, so again, I said earlier that I my family raised me as Christian, but at the same time, growing up, um, I had these natural, natural inclinations toward animistic things in general um and it, it's hmm. i want to say one of the things that i've taken away from my conversations with blue is that some of these things are meant to be organic they're not meant to be overthought they're not meant to be overly analyzed and they have to come from just how things are in the moment and you know as a kid i pushed away a lot of what would have otherwise been organic growth because I thought I had to for something more organized or something more logical and it didn't you know again those things didn't stick with me ultimately the things that came organically are the things that stuck out to me uh, I too tried a lot of things uh, I pushed a lot of things away that were working again because it it seemed like I was doing the wrong thing, being a bad kitty or oh, sorry, bad bad puppy, and uh, that search mode had to happen for true growth to come into play. Um, I just couldn't. Uh, I I don't feel like I could really develop my own spirituality until I allowed it to develop organically. Yeah, I think you need to, to try things on and see if it fits, and then what pieces are fitting, and then from there, it may be something you just naturally do, and you, you progress through yourself, and you augment that with bits and pieces from other things, or sometimes there is a structure that, you know, brings something useful to you um, uh, that, that fits, you know, in that. I know for myself personally, when, you know, the my teacher finally presented me and we started the conversations uh, around you know my learning from him um everything he he was saying and you know laying out addressed all the pieces that i'd never been able to quite get to click right and no matter what i did and uh it, it was just like it was the natural like yeah this is right for me um 
and I've been with it since. Um, I learn, I augment it. Obviously, I continue to grow, but you know, there's a, there's a core there now that I I continue to work with. But it's not if if he hadn't come along, I would still be in search mode, and I'd be okay with that, honestly, because um, it was a really amazing time to go through all that stuff. Frustrating at times, irritating at times, but. Still, when I look back and in retrospect, it was an amazing time. It was so much growth, so much change, and it was fun at the end of the day, too. I always felt like I was growing, and not the opposite of not growing basically is stagnation or regression. So, And I don't like either of those, so... <laughs> I want to say, though, that, too, uh, so when I was in my own personal search mode, um, this isn't going to sound really good, but... <laughs> I tried to tap into different things to see if there would be ways that I could P-shift or uh, find other ways either to make therianthropy go away or to make it more permanent or, or whatever else, and basically all of them failed. <laughs> so uh, it's okay to fail. It's okay to try these things out and to realize that these things don't work. Do not blame yourself if these things don't work just keep going forward. Um, eventually you'll find some things that will work. Uh, you're not going to find things that work for P-shifting. So. <laughs> but uh, as you go along, you know, keep an open mind with yourself and also be kind to yourself, I think. Uh, I know I personally was too harsh on myself. And it, it, when I was in the search mode, again, I felt guilty or bad the whole time when really... I was doing nothing other than trying to be honest with myself in my personal discovery. I think it's important, again, like you said, be be kind to yourself, but also be kind to others. And don't don't assume that because you found something that works for you, that it's going to work for everybody. I think it's valuable to bring it to the table, to have a conversation around it, but be open to criticism, be open to relearning or to be open for different perspectives of what you're going through. You do not have all the answers. I certainly don't. I've been at points in my life that I thought I did. And I suffered for that um, in various ways. Um, but it, you, you, it's important to continue to grow and to learn and to be open and accept you know, accept others' perspectives and help others in their own path, but also recognize when someone isn't necessarily receptive or is kind of stuck on themselves or they have the answers. Um, they may not be at the same place that you are, and maybe they will be in the future. Maybe they won't be. There's plenty of charlatans out there that will be more than happy, more than happy to convince you that they've got all the answers. Um, thinking of charlatans too, you know, one thing, I get very <laughs> skittish around. Um, if someone's asking you for money, probably not a good one there. Um, there, you know, to me, the way I approach spirituality, the way I approach all of it is just like the animals, I give freely of myself. I give freely of my time. I give freely of my resources. When I run a ceremony, I am running the ceremony. I am providing the food. I am providing the facilities. I am providing you know, all my time associated with that. I don't ask for anything from anybody other than a perfunctory ceremonial thing that goes into the ceremony itself, specifically. Um, and, and that's the way it is. I will never ask for money and I've had people try to give me money because they know how much I'm pouring into it <laughs> it's quite a bit usually um, when you get boiled down to it I've refused every single time because that to me is part of what I feel is necessary and I don't like the idea that you know someone would you know take something from somebody else when it comes to a financial obligation if you want to bring something else and share it by all means we're all in this together as far as I'm concerned that's something that I've kind of struggled with with the howls because, again, it does cost money, and people acknowledge that. But I don't expect anything in return, so when people try to offer something, I, I'm almost... There's, like, this spiritual crisis that goes on in the background where I'm like, uh, 
no. Like, the logic part of me tells me, yes, money is good, but I, I, no, I didn't do it for that. Um, at the same time, I do want to say that, you know, again, if you do give, give within your means. Don't be self-sacrificial in that regard. Like, don't, uh, if you're struggling to pay bills and things along those lines, just consider what you can actually give to others. Uh, often giving does not actually mean that there is a monetary requirement. So just kind of, again, it goes back to being kind to yourself. There's no need to go without in that regard. Um, and it's okay to, uh, to ask help from others too. I want to loop back to another point that was made earlier. Something that I've had incredible difficulty with is uh, being open to criticism. I have spoken very relatively minimally about my spirituality in general, so <laughs> even this podcast is very hard for me to do. Um, and I've had multiple conversations with both Blue and Storm, and I still feel kind of guarded in that regard because, uh, I don't know, I'm always afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing and be challenged and be told that I don't know what I'm talking about or something along those lines, when really it's the only way to grow. Uh, it's the only way to really bounce ideas off of each other. If someone challenges you, that doesn't mean you've got to be up in arms. Just take a moment. If you don't have the answers right then there, that's fine. That's absolutely fine and say so. But take the opportunity to challenge yourself and be like, okay, so is what I believe or what I think I've experienced make sense? Uh, if so, maybe I can help someone else shift their perspective a little bit. And if not, maybe I can shift my own perspective some. Yeah, I think that, you know, challenging is, is important. And, you know, we've had some pretty good conversations. Stuff. We would have been having some more this weekend, too, uh, if things had worked out differently. Um, That's 2020's with, uh, fault. With COVID and everything. Um you know, so that it, bitch it, Carol it, Baskin. <laughs> See, you are a tiger still. I'm an orange wolf. And, uh, you're you're trying to dis derail me is all you're trying to do. That's what I think is what's going on here. Um, but no, challenging. You know, it's it's the only way to to grow. It's the only way to change. And like I said earlier, you know, you don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. The only way we can grow is to to evolve each other and you know help each other and experience you know all this stuff experience is the best teacher at the end of the day and especially in the society today um there are so many people who get nervous as all sin about you know exposing themselves i'm one of them i don't uh, doing this episode today was nerve-wracking for me leading into it when we've talked about it a bunch of times now. Um, I'm very guarded uh, outside of close, you know, very small, closed circles. Um, with it. And I'm always willing to talk, but I also want to make sure that those who I'm talking to don't have a secondary agenda. Um, you know, what's the, what's the political angle that they're, take, they're taking with that? And that's something that I'm struggling with to this day. Um, I went through some pretty rough experiences that, that led to that uh, that attitude and that approach and that hesitation. Um, I think it's kind of funny because when you and I started talking to each other, we both approached it in that same manner because both of us had been burned in the past and both yes. of us, it was almost like this dance around just trying to figure out if we're safe around each other and oh my god, I'm glad we got past that. I no. <laughs> I'm glad we got past that too, and then I had the same with Stormy, and you were very helpful in kind of opening my eyes to that. So, <laughs> I gave him the, the the grand advice one day after he he sent paragraph after paragraph. He wants to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, regardless on that, um, you know, but it, it's okay to to be vulnerable. It's okay to be exposed. You know, when when you find someone you can have that relationship with, and that that connection with, is it possible it could go south some point? Yes, it certainly is. Why fear that going south, 
and embrace it for what it is today and try to grow and learn from that. That's the important thing. If there's someone that's truly going to be there and truly be a friend to you, then they're going to be there at the end of this through all the all the bumps and the bruises and everything like that. I've had plenty of knockdown dragouts with, you know, my teacher over time. Um, points that, you know, trust was, you know, injured between us, yet we still remain very close. Um, it was part of the education process and learning each other as well. Um, so I don't regret it. Uh, but, you know, it... it it can be painful at times, but that's part of friendship. And, you know, again, it kind of, for me, again, all ties back to, is there mutual respect? Is there, can we, can we find that commonality between us and latch onto that and say, this is what we're really trying to strive for. And then evolve from that, not just in a spiritual sense, but as on a personal sense, um, you know, too. Spirituality is more of a personal, individual journey, the way I look at it. There will be times when some of your ways of thinking about things or looking at things will change, and that's okay. There's a fluidity in your spirituality that is being more uh, focused on the individual and less rigid uh, like religion one thing I will say when you're walking that path your spiritual path remember try to stay grounded there will be some fantastical things out there that may get you all excited but you gotta try to keep your head on level and approach things in a, um, a grounded manner And to to that point, we've been talking quite a bit about it uh, amongst ourselves. Grounding yourself right now. I mean, this is this is a point in you know the world that I know I should be falling back to my spiritual roots and saying this is this is the the thing that I this is the time I need it the most to find my center, to find my grounding, and all that stuff. And I have been struggling with it 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 bothers me that i'm struggling as much with it and i'm trying to find how to get back to it and that grounding to your point is the key association with it i know for me i had some of that today and i feel a lot better about it um i also got to muck around in my garden a little bit today too finish the final till for it so i just got to do some planting now but that finding those things that are going to help you with your grounding whatever it may be, you know, is the most important thing. And yes, it is a very, very individual, individualized experience. But we have those pieces that we share. Um, you know, I think that it always is a little bit better when, you know, as a wolf, especially, um, you know, sharing it amongst the family. And that a common experience is a, is a really big thing for me. And I like, I like that commonality and that, you know, that back and forth because we always come at it a little bit differently just like when we're looking at the fire we're all different angles of it same fire but we all see something a little bit different you know so how do we get the whole story together for that experience i have to kind of laugh a little bit because uh a few days ago i actually told blue and stormy that they were both grounded because <laughs> it's a kind of uh I kind of thought that both of them need a little bit of help with doing that. And uh, again, I think it's it's important to connect with others to um, to be open in that regard because others may be able to observe when you need that grounding too, maybe better than you do yourself. And sometimes it's, it's hard to be vulnerable in that kind of way, but sometimes we really do need that grounding we need the time to focus on ourselves a little bit and kind of get our heads on straight so we can be better for others yeah and you know you were looking out for us in that as well and it was nice because blue you know day at the beach uh, in the in the water in the earth there um helping himself ground yes Damn very cold, cold water, water. <laughs> and me you know sticking my feet in the dirt you know, and watching the storm roll past overhead was 
one of the ways that I felt I could ground myself and relax and get my head on straight. So I think it's really important um, tying in with things that are going on with the current state of things. It is critically important that we do check in on each other and that we do try to make sure that we are all grounded. Uh, it's going to be in different ways. Uh, some of us are more politically driven than others. Some of us are more emotionally or empathically driven than others. And I, I think the key to spirituality is it teaches us how to interact with other people. And right now, I think the world is really struggling to figure out how to do so better. I, I think it's, it's critical that we try to support each other, that we check in with each other, that we try to you know, get past the superficial stuff. Um, you know, what's really going on right now? What can I help you with? How can we get through the day together? That kind of thing. Uh, that's why I think that, like Blue said earlier, right now it's critical for spirituality. A lot of us are kind of feeling like we're in chaos and feeling a little bit lost. And if we endure that on our own, it's only going to get worse. We have to work together to get through this. I, I like that perspective, Zeph. I hadn't really given a lot of consideration to the idea that it, it helps us learn how to interact. Um, I like that. I'll have to figure out how I'll have to noodle that some more. Ruminate on it some. Choo, choo, choo. We may not all walk the same path, but a lot of the times we're heading the same direction. There's something kind of interesting that I think of sometimes along the lines of spirituality. Uh, humankind has been around for a very, very, very long time, and I really don't think that any one person has ever found the right way of uh, following a spirituality or following a religion or anything along those lines. I kind of think that we are designed to work together and kind of build with each other in that regard. Like I, I think that if we take the perspective that we know everything, it's going to kind of be damning to us. But, I don't know, I, I, I kind of think that spirituality is also something that we are supposed to cumulatively work together toward. Y yes. Um, I, I don't disagree with where you're going with that. I don't know how fast society will get there. Very uh, or if society slowly. wants to get there. <laughs> I... I know I like, from my perspective, I like the fact that there is so many different approaches to this, but it's, what is the common roots associated with it? Why is this so pervasive? And not just the need for humans to find patterns in things and meaning in things, but it just to me that seems so weak um, of, of something, for something that's so pervasive from you know isolated tribes in you know south america to you know uh, the the major the the big three so to speak or you know big four if you want to you know get into hinduism as well um i i think that it's um you know it's so so important for that so what what is the commonality there what what is the core that it all comes down to that's one of my you know goals to try to continue to learn and find those threads those commonalities because um, I think it also just makes it so that we can relate better at the end of the day you know I, I far prefer having a conversation with somebody when I understand where there's their societal background brain comes up I had an employee at one point who who came from India and you know I explained to him that I was uh, reading the book out of Vita and he just he was floored he's like what do you mean? I was like, that's just something that I do. I, I study these things. And he, he was flabbergasted, and it opened up a whole different vector of conversation that we would have never had. Um, and it, it was, you know, he, he, he approached me differently than pretty much anybody else at that point because I was trying to understand him and where he was coming from, and he so greatly appreciated that. Um, you know, it, it, it really made a big difference, you know, for me, um, 
in my role as a professional and as a manager too. To I want to understand understand the people that I work with. I want to be able to talk to them, and uh, you know, un- uh, better wrap my head around them because then I can better help them at the end of the day. It's interesting because again, as a child, I had that natural curiosity where I wanted to know everything about everybody, and as I grew. Um, not even blaming us on religion, but just things in general. I kind of got into certain sets of ideologies and perhaps didn't maintain the same degree of empathy and curiosity for my fellows. And it's... People just want to be respected. People just want to be understood. Um, A lot of people don't even really want to be treated special. They just want to be treated as other people as other individuals and it's it's disturbing that sometimes we are so far away from that and again I, I think the current time and things it's 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 good for us to try to get back to that core principle of you know just being curious about each other and trying to really understand well, I think that we've probably, you know, somewhat, you know, I, I think we really hit a, a key, uh, what I was hoping for, for this initial conversation on spirituality. Maybe people were looking for something that would be more like, oh, what is your experience? Or, or you know, what do you what do you do and how do you approach it? And how does this tie into theory and anthropy? But I think that all this does tie into theory and anthropy, which is really kind of the foundation of why we as a, a, a group, you know, do look at this stuff. Um, for me, that's an important piece of this conversation, but it's hopefully not disappointing to anyone who's listening. Um, but, uh, you know, if there's questions or anything, then certainly reach out to us. And I think we could certainly have additional conversations that are more in-depth on particular things. But I, I like this as the, the initial initial volley and conversation around it. I learned a little bit tonight, even. Badger. Yeah, I learned a little bit today myself too. I mean, it's it's nice talking about this, and as far as people trying to find their own spirituality, um, it's it's a part of what we are, you know, a part of our humanity. Yes, I use the word humanity because I believe we're more than human, human and and concur. We're all, you know, when trying to find yourself, you know, don't be afraid to help others find themselves. And, you know, you've heard it all over the place. We're all in this together, which we are. And I got distracted by a squeaky toy. (laughs) Okay, so any final thoughts? I will... When walking your own path, your own spiritual path, trying to find your spirituality, don't be afraid of change. Things will change on your viewpoints, how you see things, what their meaning is to you. Um, change is a part of life, and it's going to be out there. You, you know, your viewpoints are going to change. Um, your beliefs may change. Your life will definitely change. There's, you know, ups and downs, and that's that's all a part of life. But embrace it. Learn from it. Share it with others to help them grow and learn. Change is the one constant. We are in an entropic universe. I'm sorry, are you expecting the mechanical engineer to follow up on entropy? Not yes. Oh, come on. Too much. Come on, it's got natural log in it, man. What are your final thoughts there, Joseph? I just hope that what people get away from this particular episode is, again, I think what comes to mind first is be kind to yourself. But maybe what should come first is be kind to others. Um, it's kind of a golden rule across all religions and spiritualities, isn't it? I think. Maybe not all, but a majority. Yes. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other, yeah. So, 
you know, in this current time of crisis known as 2020, there's a lot going on and there's a lot at stake. And I think it's important to keep those principles in mind. You know, if we are seeking any kind of progress and if we are seeking survival, we need to work together. We need to respect each other. Um, religion and spirituality can help us get on the path that we need to to be able to achieve that also. Ultimately, it comes down to loving yourself and loving one another and not not necessarily in a, a sexual sense or even a platonic sense, but just you know genuine genuine care and concern for not not just the people on this planet but all the animals and everything like that you know we're we're in this together and the planet itself we all share life on this same planet i think we should probably wrap up for tonight we're around we're around the mark here and uh thank you for the good conversation here guys and i thank you both for uh, participating and engaging and for our audience, definitely thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you've got something from this. Feel free to leave us feedback. This is going to be posted in a few different places. Uh, you can either respond there, or we do have an email address, which is wherearewepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that is where as in like werewolf, W-E-R-E. So wherearewepodcast at gmail.com. And I will leave additional information in the link description for this episode. Oh, sorry, Snepisode. <laughs> uh, Sneepersode. Zeph, did you want uh, to promote Dear Banshee anymore? <laughs> and uh, hang on for a, our first episode of Dear Banshee. <laughs> And we will catch you all later. Okay, thanks. Bye. And now for our segment, Dear Badgie, Striped Perspectives on Spotty Questions. Today's question comes from Aaron, via Twitter, who asks, Dear Badgie, if everyone turned their stereocytes, would it be ethical to hunt and eat your friends who became prey species? Glad you asked that, Aaron. I don't know about the ethical part, but it would sure be delicious now, wouldn't it?